Hey there. Oh, sup? Hey. Yo. Look at this. What are you? What's your name again? Brendan. Brendan Winslow. The flow with Brendan Winslow. How you doing? Coming at ya. Live. Good, good, good. Are you asking me or them? You. Me? Oh, I'm good. I'm a soul man, you know? Yeah? Yeah, how are you doing? Pretty good. Pretty good? Wow. Pretty good. What's the pretty for? Uh, weather. Weather? Weather kind of sucks this week, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. After last week? It was so windy and, like, blustery today. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Especially this morning and yesterday. My hair froze this morning. Really? Yeah. <laughs> um, especially after last week. If last week hadn't have been nice... Yeah. Then this it would be, 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 it would be unbearable. Yeah. But. I mean, it's the the coldness isn't isn't that bad. It's mostly just the wind, really, that's yeah. making it cold. Yeah, it's only, it feel it's a lot like colder 50s, than it really is. I think. High forties. <clears throat> this wind sucks. It's like a hurricane out there. Yeah. Batten up the hatches, folks. It's going to be a blustery one today. Mm. Well, here we go for another uh, couple hours. We're going to be in your living rooms or dorm rooms. Or cars, studio apartments, studio apartments, cars, mansions, mansions, private jets, private jets, golf courses, space stations, space stations. Any anything really? Call us in if we missed anything. Um, our number is five zero eight five six five one nine one three. If you want to request a song or um, request a topic, call us up and we'll uh, talk about it or play it. Yeah, you got it. So what do we got planned for today, Brendan? Give them a little lowdown. How's Twitter <laughs> looking today? Is Twitter blowing up? Uh, I haven't really looked much at Twitter. Wow. Wow. Should I? Uh, we'll figure that out later. We'll figure that well, out. Well, let's get started off with the song. I know you have one picked out. Yes. Yes, I certainly do. Mm-hmm. What song are you going to play for us first today? Allow me to play. Play that song that I have picked out. Which I am am blanking on. I have a song. It's okay. No, it's okay. Wait a second. Uh, I have a song ready. Oh my, this is all okay. messed up. So uh, I'm going to get at you right now with a little music from... Uh, I don't know if any of you ever watched The X Factor, but uh, this guy was on The X Factor this year. Uh, is it the... Chris Renee? No. He, uh, he... The opera guy? No. He had a, he had a drug... Wait, that he was uh, Britain's Got Talent or something okay. just the other day. He had a drug problem, actually, and he went to rehab, and he got out, and he went on the show, and now... Um, he, he actually wrote this song and played this song for his rehearsal. Hmm. You know how when people on American Idol and those shows always, they say, oh, I wrote my own song. What do they expect? Mm-hmm. It's going to suck. But he wrote this song and the judges were very amazed. So uh, here you go. Young homie, uh, Chris Renee. Ah, yeah, yeah. Hello, and welcome back to the show. <laughs> the show. Ah, everything uh, feels much quieter right now because I just turned off the air conditioner. Because we don't really need it. Nice and calm. everything sounds much better. I'm, um, I'm burning up right now. I think we should turn it back on. Burning up? Yeah. No, you're not. Uh, let's see here. Hey, that's the uh, sound of Brendan's brain. Whoa. In the background. Oh, oh, is everybody ready for your third favorite segment of all time? It's Brendan's Brain. Take it away, Brendan. Hey, welcome to Brendan's Brain. 
Hey, you ready to learn something new? I am. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Okay. Here are some five bad foods that you should eat on a diet. What? Here's some not-so-great news for people trying to lose weight. <laughs> Your body loves to cling on to fat. You know the feeling. You look down and out. There's a muffin top rolling over your pants. Yeah. <laughs> or back fat bulging out of your bra. Or your annual physical, that big chunky slide on the scale moved over a whole notch. How did that happen? <clears throat> well, it's usually a series of little things. Walking a little less, eating a little more, gaining a pound here or there. That never goes away. Whatever the scenario, inch by inch, this gradual fat creep snuck up on you. <laughs> and the world we live in, man, the foods we're exposed to, the way we exercise, how we sleep, and where we work, is making it harder than ever to let go of fat. Now, the good news. Many of the habits we follow to fight creep are actually making it worse. And this means that simply reversing or rethinking them can make it easier than ever to lose that stubborn, elusive weight gain. It turns out that many of the fattening foods you avoid while trying to slim down actually have unique fat-releasing properties that, in moderation, of course, can help you lose weight more quickly. And I love that you don't need to deprive yourself. These are foods we all love to eat, and now there's no reason to avoid them. <clears throat> so, Winslow, what do you think uh, number one is going to be? And this is, of course, no particular order, I don't think. Ice cream. Ice cream. Ice cream is not on there, although I wish. What? I wish it were. Wait, wait, wait. Oh, I'm sorry. What is this list again? These are the list of things that you... Bad foods that you should actually eat on a diet. Oh, wow. In moderation. Oh. Oh, chocolate. Chocolate is chocolate is number two. Yeah. So we'll start with chocolate. It says, if you're like me, you welcome any new excuse to add more chocolate to your life. You probably know that cocoa is packed with antioxidants, but research uh, reveals that they may also help you release fat. A 2011 study in the Journal of Nutrition found that obese, diabetic mice that consumed a diet high in epiatocins. Oops. The antioxidants found in cocoa lived longer. The cocoa reduced uh, degeneration of the arteries in the heart and it blunted fat deposition. All right. What do you think? Another one is going to be. <laughs> Alex, if I had to guess, I would probably go with steak. Steak is not on there. Mm. Oh, yeah. That's too bad. Oh, darn it. I have, I have the Jeopardy sound effects on my computer. How about cheese? I can't use it. Cheese is on there. Thank yeah. You. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. All right. It says, raise your hand if dairy is one of the first things you go to go when you start a diet. Winslow's raising his hand. Yeah. How can you lose weight and eat pizza? The fantastic news here is that this couldn't be further from the truth. What? One University of Tennessee study showed that eating three servings of dairy a day significantly reduced body fat in obese subjects. And dairy is one of the best sources of calcium, another fat releaser. Research shows that people who don't consume enough of this bone builder have greater fat mass and less control of their appetite. <clears throat> Alrighty. Oh. We have two down, three to go. Uh, what do you think number three might be? Uh, oh, God. I don't, um, broccoli? No, I'm kidding. Broccoli. Um, no. How about 
catnip. Pork chops. Catnip. <laughs> pork, pork, pork chops. None of those are on there. Let's uh. go with the number one thing on this list. And Give me a hit. Wait. First letter. It is a drink. Wine. Red wine. Red wine. Red wine is number one. So many people have asked me if it's okay to have a drink when you're trying to lose weight. Listen up. This glass is for you. Many studies show that a small glass of wine a day is good for your heart. In cutting-edge research, it suggested that resveratrol, a potent anti-aging chemical found in red wine, is a fat releaser, too. In one study of more than 19,000 women of normal weight, light to moderate drinkers have less weight gain and less risk of becoming overweight than those who drink no alcohol. An animal study found that resveratrol... Improved uh, exercise endurance and protected against obesity and insulin resistance, a precursor to diabetes. Hmm. All right, three down, two to go. What do you think fourth one might be? Oh, wow. This is getting tough, I got to say. Are there any more drinks on there or is it just food? No more drinks. Hmm. I'm going to have to go with... The next two might be tough. You can crack one of them. Eggs. Nope. Knuckles. Um... I don't know if knuckles are part of a healthy diet. Crack. You can crack. crack one of them. Cra- Not eggs. I mean, you can crack them. Not eggs? No. Crack. Uh, coconuts? Come from trees. Well, coconut sort of goes with one of them. Uh, but it would be uh, an excess thing of a coconut. Coconut milk. No. Coconut. Sort of close. Sides. No. Coconut oil. Coconut oil. Oh. Saturated fats are usually considered uh, no-nos for dieters, but you shouldn't shun this sweet, rich oil. It was shown to do some nifty things for abdominally obese women in a nineteen in a 2009 study out of Brazil, including decreasing weight circumference and improving the ratio of their good cholesterol to bad cholesterol. In populations where coconut oil is commonly eaten, high cholesterol levels and heart disease are uncommon. Interesting. And finally, number five on the list. What do you think that might be? This is, of course, something that you can crack. Comes from a tree. <clears throat> Nuts. Nuts is correct. Nuts is correct. Nuts is correct. I've known about the power of mufas, monosaturated fatty acids. To help reduce belly fat since 2006. Really? They're found in certain nuts and seeds, as well as olives, avocados, and dark chocolate. But after diving into the most current research, I also discovered the power of bufas, polyunsaturated fatty acids, found in fish as well as in many nuts and seeds to boost metabolism and calorie burn. Basically, when it comes to a healthy, filling snack, you can't go wrong with nuts. They're packed with fat-releasing unsaturated fats, filling fiber, another fat releaser, and a host of other healthy nutrients. Although the benefits of nuts are becoming increasingly well-known, I'm surprised that people still avoid them because of their fattening reputation. I'm here to tell you that you're far better off munching on nuts than pretzels or any fat-free packaged processed food. And that's it. That is it for Brendan's Brain. Thanks for joining me. Uh, Have a great day. Thanks for letting us down that crazy, twisted ride of your brain, Brendan. That's been Brennan's Brain, brought to you by Owen O'Leary's. Eat there. Welcome back. All righty, yeah. So flow with Brennan and Winslow. You just listened to Brennan's Brain. So eat chocolates, nuts, c- coconut oil, 
and red wine for those of you over 21 plus was the other one. That's coconut oil, red wine, chocolate, milk, cheese, dairy. Dairy's good. Calcium. Whoa. Okay, thank you. Thank Thanks. You. What do you, what's on your computer? It's like a big. Yes. Is that, oh, okay. DredgeReport.com. Dredge That's it, okay. <laughs> what do we got playing uh, in the background? I just right into the microphone. My apologies, That's disgusting. America. My apologies. What do you, uh, what are you playing right now for us? Just a little Dave Brubeck quartet. Oh, yeah? Strange Meadow Lark is the name of the song. Strange, huh? Strange. Strange. Is it strange to you? Yeah. Good. I guess. Good. I don't know. I don't know why it's good. What's wrong with you? Um, hey, tell you what. Um, let's go to a couple songs. And then maybe we can do a little bit of uh, iTunes Wimp. Ooh. Or iPod wow. Wimp or whatever okay. you want to call it. Okay. That'd be fun? Yeah. All right. Well, I think I think we overdid the iTunes Wimp last time, so we'll keep it a short, short, simple game. Maybe uh-huh. just one game. Let's not overdo it, you know. Okay. All right. So let's go to a song here, folks. All righty. How was your day, everybody? Great. <laughs> Fantastic. You know they are not responding to you. You can't hear them. I'm aware of that. Oh, okay. <clears throat> How was your day, Ben? It's been all right. All right. Just all right. Yeah. Why? How was I don't class? Know, man. Was it awesome? Not really. I mean, it's kind of, you know, whatever. Is it amazing? No. Make you happy to be an American? No. <laughs> nah. <laughs> nope. No. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to play a song by L.E.O. They're Leo? L.E.O. They're, they're kind of like a uh, tribute band, sort of, kind of throwback to the uh, old band uh, E.L.L., Electric Light Orchestra. E.L.O. You know that you know that band? Don't bring me down, down, oh. down. Well, they have. This is a slightly different version of that song, hmm. done by Elio. So I'm gonna play it. Chipmunks. <laughs> this is the Chipmunks, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. The Chipmunks with "Don't Let Me Down." Hey, welcome. Welcome back. This is The Flow with uh, Brendan and Winslow. And That's Winslow. WSHL. We just got a call in from uh, Luke James. Luke James, okay. Yep. Uh, Luke James and the Locksteadies is a band. Look him up on iTunes. All right. Get some of his music. Yeah, okay. Um, and he could have been in the Battle of the Bands, but I wasn't fast enough and didn't... Ah. Uh... Uh... Could have opened for Cobra Starship, so it's my fault. <laughs> hey, it's all good. Okay. All right, so if you're... Um, if you're not familiar with this game that we're about to play, uh, we call it, I guess, what do we call it? I Wimp or... I, I, I Wimp. We'll call it I Wimp, right. Mm-hmm. Um, so this is a game where Winslow and I, um, we put our iPods or our computers or whatever on shuffle, and we try and see whether um, it comes up with a embarrassing song. And... Uh, We'll do like best out of five, I guess. Yeah. Uh, a non-embarrassing song uh, means you're a winner. An embarrassing song means you're a wimp. Uh, yes. So the ones with the most wimp songs is the loser. Is the loser. The wimp. And uh, the way that we uh, uh, categorize a wimpy song would be a song that you might be embarrassed to uh, be blasting out of your speakers uh, while you are 
uh, driving up to an attractive uh, person. Yes. In your car or something. You'd be afraid to play. Um, what was... And you came up with some other... Uh, on like a fir- if you're on a first date. Fir- first date and you're driving around with, with whoever, uh-huh. would you be embarrassed to, to have this song come on? Yeah. So you want to go first? You can go first. Okay. Let's see. Am I doing all five first or are we going back and forth? Um, why don't we do all five first for you? So I'll turn mine. Okay, you ready? Yep. Let's see. So my control, where I start. <clears throat> is- oh, here's this one. Okay. Make sure the volume's all the way up, yeah. I won't be able to play this that long. Okay. Okay. Oops. Okay. So is Eminem 50 Cent the re-up? All right. I can't call that a whim song, I guess. Uh, okay. That's one for me. One point. Right. Oh, not at all. Oh, yeah. Jovi. I'll play a little bit. That's two wins for me. That's two wins for Winslow. Oh. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Rack City by Tyga. That's yes. Three wins. I guess. I wouldn't. I don't like that song, but. But it's not a wuss song. No. <clears throat> um. No. No. Wow. Not a wuss song either. I would, yeah, I would blast this. So that's four pumped up kicks. Fast the people. All right. Oh, man. This is a good five for five. Oh, yeah. This is cake. The winner. They definitely mean the one muscle for right. Okay, let's see if you can beat that. All right, I got a lot to prove here. Oh, still got jazz playing in the background. <laughs> All right, here. The controller is this your wait? You, you know, you start like with a random one and then you switch. Okay, so this one doesn't count. Yeah, no, and next one. one does. Ah, oh, yeah, Guster Amsterdam. Okay, live version. No, live version. You live. can't blast that in the car. You kidding me? You're there at the concert. How are you gonna be blasting your car? The live version is better. All right, next song. Oh. J. Jive fans. Who? Oh. <laughs> I like this song, but if this song came on, I don't know. I think this is in a weird gray area. Where, like, I think this is a great song, but I might be a little bit embarrassed. I don't know. you the final say? I, I mean... I would have no problem driving around with, with the windows down listening to this, but I think I'd be okay with this. Okay, so. All right. This is, uh, this is Freeze Frame by J. Giles Band. This is the third song. What is this? All right, this is Mary Chapin Carpenter. <clears throat> She's a country singer. This is definitely a wimp song. Yeah. This is I Am Town. I am a town. And uh, we also got a text from Lindsay Box saying the last one was a wimp song, too. 
What? That's ridiculous. So, I mean, the fans say two wimp songs and one... <laughs> Well, not wimp song. Wow. The, fans, a, the fans don't know anything. This is a wimp song. Wow. You should just switch it before we hear any more. <laughs> this is the third song? Yeah. All right. This is the fourth song. This is the Rascals. Okay. This is cool. Yeah. A little oldies, but it's cool, right? Yeah. Come on, right? Yeah. Song's called Come On Up. The Rascals. Uh, this is the old 97s. Song's called Valentine. Heartbreak. Okay, three wimp songs. I think we have a winner today. Yeah, I think we have a winner. Five for five. Thank you very much. Yep, nicely done. Congratulations. Where's my trophy? There's none. Okay. Wow. Um, All that had to work for nothing. Um, yeah. what? You gonna keep playing that song? No. I'm just gonna make it end. Brendan is the eye wimp of the day. <clears throat> so. Of the week. Um, maybe. So if you see Brendan, call him a wimp all week. Have That's you, his trophy. Have you been watching uh, American Idol at all this year? Uh, not really. No. No, me neither. Did you watch m- much at all last year? Uh, I don't remember. Do you. Have you ever really watched? Uh, I've watched it. I think I watched it last year. Okay. I mean, like, I used to watch in high school uh-huh. more so. Uh, it used to be a, a fun thing to do after school, you know, after a long day of school, you know, at home. Sit down and watch uh, Ryan Seacrest on the telly. Your little bowl of popcorn and uh, yeah, a little bowl of popcorn. And your bowl and your thing of pop. Thing of thing of pop. A little drinking pop. Um, so, as you know, they've gone through uh, a couple of different variations of judges. Mm-hmm. Of course, the original Paula Abdul, Simon Cowell, Randy. Mm-hmm. Uh, then Ellen was on it. Mm-hmm. Then Cara Diaguardi. Mm-hmm. Um, now J-Lo and uh, Steven Tyler are on it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was listening to... Um, the BS Report, Bill Simmons, he's a sports writer for ESPN. Also, uh, Grantland.com. He's a Boston guy, big Red Sox fan. So a lot of his stuff is about like Boston and the Red Sox, and he's a big Celtics fan. But he's a sports writer, and uh, but he also uh, his podcast also sometimes touches on like entertainment stuff. So he had a podcast where he um, had a fantasy draft. Uh, for new American Idol judges. Does he not like the current judges? He doesn't like the current judges. Why not? And neither do I. I think Steven Tyler's good. I think I think he's boring. I think Steven... I think Are he's you in- kidding me? I think he's incredibly boring. He's the opposite of boring. No, I think he's incredibly boring and he's way too nice. He brings so, so much to the show. I completely disagree. Are you kidding me? How many, they're, how they're many all, highlights do they have from Steven Tyler? They're all really, really boring. They're, they're none, all none hilarious. Of, no, they're, they're all too afraid to... To, to be judgmental no, of the Randy singers. No, Randy Jackson is the new Simon Cowell. No, he's not. I watched it last season. No, he's not. Yeah, it. so did I. He's, he is the he, new Simon he, Cowell. He's trying. I completely disagree with you. He's trying, but he's no Simon Cowell. I completely disagree. Anyway, um, what they the did... are awesome. What they did was they had a fantasy draft for new, for new judges. Um, and I'm trying to think... So, so um, my question to you is... I like the judges. I know that you like the judges, but let's say that you don't. Okay. 
Let's say you have to st- you have to fill out an entirely new set of judges for American Idol. Three or four. Uh, whatever you want to do. It's up to you. And then, like, host. I like Ryan Seacrest. I like Ryan Seacrest, too. Um, what would you do? What would I do? Who would you have be your judges for American Idol? Then would you want me to throw out some names that, that they threw out? Yeah, you make sure. Now, all of these, theoretically, they said were all sort of, at least sort of possibilities. Uh-huh. Um, so I think the... Uh, the number one overall draft pick was uh, Kanye West. I think the number two overall draft pick was um, he played. Uh, gosh, I can't think. Um, he played Ray in that movie. In the show you mean? Blame it on the what's his name? Everybody loves Raymond. No, he played Ray in the the movie Ray Charles. Oh, Jamie Foxx. Jamie Foxx. Jamie Foxx was the second overall pick. These are our judges. Uh-huh. Um, I'm not entirely sure what the order was, but later on, people started picking, like, Oprah. Um, no. Who else? Somebody picked J-Lo again. Um, Justin Timberlake. Uh, uh, Elton John. Um, gosh, I'm trying to think. Was, uh, I could look real quick and see if they have any of them online, but... Mm-hmm. Um, what, what do you, what would you think, what do you think you would do to the judges? Well, I know that you like them. I would, but. I don't know if you watched the X Factor at all, but I thought this year, did you watch it at all? No. I watched a little and I, I mean, I didn't watch enough to really say, but from what I watched, it looked like Simon Cowell had even like toned it down a bit. Really? Yeah. But I, I only watched a couple so maybe I'm wrong. Maybe it was just those that I saw. But, uh, I mean, I think Simon Cowell was always should be up there. Mm-hmm. I know Jamie Foxx has worked with American Idol in the past. And I mm-hmm. think he did a good job. So I think he would be a good host. And then mm-hmm. um, Randy Jackson. I can't I can't get rid of Randy. Can't can Randy. And maybe for a woman, I would go J-Lo. So Not do, Oprah. Okay. I don't see that at all. And I'm looking up uh, some of the names that they picked. Uh, uh, this isn't helping. And I, for as for host, mm-hmm. I can't think of anyone that's hosting a show now or, or even in the past that w- I that I think would be better than Ryan Seacrest. Mm-hmm. You would have to get someone that hadn't hosted before. Like a, a newbie and just put him up there and maybe they'd be good, but I can't think of anyone like that. I mean, Nick Lachey, who does what? He does the voice, right? He's boring. I can, he wouldn't do it. He does uh, the sing off. The sing off. The guy in the X Factor. Uh, he, I know my both my brother and my sister hated him. I think I didn't like him very much either. What I saw. Mm-hmm. Um, who does the Who does the voice? Is there a host for that show? Regis Philbin. <laughs> Regis. <laughs> Regis would be awesome. All right, I, I found the I found the list. Regis Philbin and Ryan Seacrest, t- tag team host. Okay, I found the list. All right, so so uh, there were four people drafting. Okay. So here is one of the teams. One of the teams was uh, Jamie Fox, uh-huh. Justin Timberlake, J Lo, Flea from Red Hot Chili Peppers. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. So so what they did actually was 
some of these guys had uh, a three-person judge panel. Others had a four-person judge panel. Mm-hmm. They were allowed to pick six people. Uh, one person would be a um, host. Uh, another person would be kind of like a wild card. You don't really know what they do, but you want them to be involved. Um, like, what's that guy's name? Jimmy on American Idol? Uh, who does, like, the... He helps the singers, maybe? Is that what the fifth would do, possibly? Yeah. And then gives... Like, like, a, like a coach or something. Yeah. Sometimes they have those coaches that come in uh, for a week. So... This guy does it the whole time now. Oh, uh, does he? Uh-huh. Well, anyway. Uh, Jamie Foxx. This was the team. Jamie Foxx, Justin Timberlake, J-Lo, Flea, were the list of... Uh, judges, and then Billy Joel was the coach. Uh, here's this other person's team was. Wait, who was the host? Um, I don't know if they had a host. Oh, okay. Um, let's see. Uh, this next team was Oprah, Prince, Katy Perry, R. Kelly. And Jennifer Love Hewitt as the host. I don't see how they could think that that could be any better than the current. I feel like that would be so much worse. I'm sorry. Um, the next scene was Kanye West, Dave Grohl, Courtney Love, Suge Knight, and Brett Ratner. Uh, the Brett Ratner pick was weird. Uh, Courtney Love isn't weird either? Courtney Love was terrible. <laughs> I don't even know who Suge Knight is. And then... Um, Next team was Madonna, Elton John, Little uh, Lil Wayne, and Weird Al Yankovic as a sideline reporter. I think the first one and the last one without Weird Al might have yeah. some, but I I don't I don't think they could do much better than the current judges as is right now. Uh, here are my thoughts. I think uh, I think American Idol is boring. I'm not I'm not interested in it anymore. I've like lost complete interest. I think the judges are way too nice. Uh, I would bring back somebody like Simon Cowell who wouldn't be afraid to uh, speak his mind and uh, be rude and mean. And most of the time I agreed with Simon anyway. Um, So, I mean, I don't think Simon coming back would be a real possibility. But here's what I think. I did like the Justin Timberlake pick. I think he'd be a good pick. I don't think he would be mean and rude, though. No, but I think he'd be a good Randy. A good uh a good Randy when he was uh Randy. When he was Randy and not Simon. Um and then um Steve Lillywhite is a producer. He produced a lot of he's British. He produced uh a couple of the U two albums and he also produced one of uh Guster's uh Lost and Gone Forever album. The Guster Huh? Would he be the Simon Cowell? He'd be the Simon Cowell. Uh, when they were originally replacing Simon Cowell, he threw his name into the running, and he wanted to do it. Um, I don't know a whole lot about him. Uh, he said that he would be kind of like a mean, aggressive Simon Cowell kind of guy. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'll take him at his word, but I don't really know what kind of guy he really is. But, uh, you know, I'll believe him. And, and assume that he's he's similar to if Simon Cowell. What Cal. he says is true. If what he says is true, but clearly he has he has the producer uh-huh. uh, music uh, knowledge background and stuff. I think uh, Justin Timberlake can kind of cover the 
He's a little bit of everything. He's uh, he's like a really great entertainer because he can sing, he can act now, he's funny. He's also done some of the dramatic roles he did was in that movie like Time in Time or something. Uh-huh. All those movies haven't done all that great. I think it's always good to have someone that actually sings too. Yeah, and he sings. Not just like a producer. Right. Um, so he would be my, my number two guy. Um, I wouldn't be opposed to bringing back J-Lo. And then I wouldn't be opposed to bringing back um, Seacrest. Uh, maybe Jamie Foxx or something or Katy Perry. She she has uh, been a guest judge on, on the show before, I think. And I remember her, her being pretty good. But I don't know. I, I, I do agree with the sentiment that um, the thing needs to be switched up. And I really don't like Steven Tyler. See, this is my thing. I don't think... I honestly don't think it's the judges. I think the show has been on for how long? 10 years, yeah. 11 years. I think maybe it just has mm-hmm. run its course. And those people that are the die, diehard fans will keep watching it. But those that were, they watched it, but they didn't, it wasn't like part of their soul. Yeah. Won't continue to watch it because it's, it's gotten old. Yeah, I mean, exactly. It's, it's not new. So I don't think having new judges will really change it that much to be complete. And maybe for a season, people will watch the new judges. Yeah. But you would have to keep doing that every season. I don't think it would... I just don't think that would work. One of the great things about the American Idol of old was that there was like conflict between Simon and uh, Seacrest sometimes, and then between Simon and Paula. And, and that was funny. They always had their. That back was and fun. Forth. Yeah. Yeah. I don't. I don't think that show has that anymore, and I think it needs to find a way to find something like that again. But you know, teach his own. You like the current set of judges? I don't really. I think they do a good job, and I don't think you can find someone to do a much better job. Yeah. All right. But I, I thought the uh, the uh, American Idol judges' uh, fantasy draft was an interesting uh, mm-hmm. Are they talking about uh, idea. the judges up? I don't, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not entirely sure, but I know that these guys all think that there needs to be a switch-up. Uh-huh. So. I don't think they're going to do a switch-up anytime soon. If the, mm-hmm. I don't know how much longer the show is going to run. Yeah. Or, but I thought, I thought they did a pretty good job this year trying to change things up. They changed the whole, like... Uh, opening theme the graphics at the beginning was different and stuff they tried to read uh, they did use a new stage this year mm. I think they tried to change things up and okay so that's my thought difference of opinion difference of opinion it's okay my opinion's right though <laughs> um so let's go to a song shall we yeah. you got a song yeah this song is uh hey and uh don't be afraid to call in 508-565-1913 and uh tell us what you think about the American uh, Idol judges yeah and uh, if you're not interested, you can uh, tell us to go screw ourselves. Well, okay. That's mean. Well, this is John Mellencamp with a Small Town. Your uh, thing is still on the background, too, your music. Is it playing through here? No, it is. There we go. Welcome back. The flow. The flow, the flow. With Brennan and Winslow. So, um, you know this Justin Bieber guy, right? Yeah, I know him. Yeah, you heard of him? Yeah, he's got a new song. New song. Coming out. What's it called? It's called The Boyfriend. Boyfriend. Boyfriend, yep. Um, so, you know, uh, Justin Bieber, he's got a Twitter. Um, and what he did the other day was he tweeted a fake number with a Texas area code. 
uh, whatever the Texas area code was, he did the number, but he left one number missing. Mm-hmm. And he said, what you, these are his exact words. Um, call me right now. And so you can imagine thousands upon thousands of teenage girls. <laughs> what a jerk. Started calling and they guessed the last number. And this number ended up being the number for, um, what was it? A, a great a grandmother. A great grandmother named Dilsey Fleming and a man named Kent. Kent. And apparently they say their phones have not stopped ringing. Unbelievable. <laughs> um, the grandmother went so far as saying to one, one girl I called up, you just don't realize that he, Justin Bieber, has no interest in you whatsoever. She also resorted to changing her answering machine to, this is not Justin Bieber's phone number. Please do not call again. Thank you. Wow. The two have now hired a lawyer to seek compensation from the team pop star. What the heck, Bieber? What the heck are you doing, man? According to TMZ, the lawyer's client's patience wears thin, wears thin as they have been on the receiving end of more than 1,000 phone calls at all times of day. Wow. Suggestions for compensation include, but are not limited to, concert tickets for Miss Fleming's grandchildren, a Bieber <laughs> apology, an endorsement for Kent's upcoming online project, and money for any other out-of-pocket expenses. Surprisingly, no mentions of... Okay, that doesn't make sense. But, uh, yeah. It's kind of a jerk thing, but I think it's kind of funny, too. It's kind of funny. When you have, like, because not everyone has that much power, you know. You, can, you wouldn't be able to go on Twitter and say, <laughs> call me right now. So it's funny when you get someone like that. But um, I hope he went on afterwards and said, <laughs> maybe like a couple hours afterwards and said, that's not my actual number. Don't call. I would hope you did that. I don't know. <laughs> but uh, so Justin Bieber antagonizing Texas residents. Wow. <laughs> the singer of Boyfriend. Wow. Do you uh, listen to his new song yet? What, Boyfriend? Yeah. No? It's certainly a departure for the Biebs. Really? Yeah. How so? It's a little bit more of a grown-up uh, sound. Oh. Man, I don't, I don't really listen to Justin Bieber that much, so. I only listen to the preview, but uh, that's what I got Let's out of it. Let's see the preview. Uh... Yeah, I have to enjoy it there, right? I can't, because right. that's um, recording. Oh, uh, I could do it. Let's okay. See. You do that. Justin Bieber. The baby. All grown up. He's a boyfriend now, huh? Can you use your cord real quick? Because mine's not charging yep. for some reason. Mine has been having issues. Let's see. Biebs. The Biebs. The Bieber. Is it on? Nope. Alright. I could be a buzz light, yeah, fly across the globe. I don't ever wanna fight, yeah, you already know. I'ma make you shine bright like you're laying in the snow. Bar girlfriend, girlfriend, you could be my girlfriend, you could be my girlfriend into the upper girl. It's like rapping. I know. Swaggy. Swaggy. <laughs> wow, I didn't know that was a word. Swaggy. Never let you go. Keep you on my arm, girl. You never be alone. I could be a gentleman. Anything you want. If I was your boyfriend, 
Quite a departure from um from this. Now you're playing. Yeah. Like baby, baby, uh, wow. baby. It does sound a lot more grown up in that one. Yeah. He's actually rapping. Yeah, I what's up with Justin that? Justin Bieber rapped. <clears throat> Neither did I. Making up words like swaggy, swaggy, swaggy. Huh, I hadn't heard that one before. Maybe that one is like a word now. We just don't know because yeah, we're not cool enough. Yeah, not cool enough. Yeah. I mean, I've heard swag. Mm. What, do you think, what do you think Selena Gomez thinks about all this? What, what do you mean? What do you mean? I don't know. <laughs> She's better than Justin Bieber. I'm just saying. She seems like a very nice girl. I don't think she's much better than Justin Bieber. I don't know. Huh? What do you mean she's better than Justin Bieber? She's better than him. Bieber, but just, Justin Bieber's a punk. She's not a punk. I don't know. What do you? What experience uh, are you talking from? Don't worry. It's, it's, just my, it's just my opinion. I don't, I don't think she thinks anything of it. I think she probably likes him. I don't think she should. <laughs> okay. Um, like, Once again, just my opinion. So what, uh, what's your advice to Selena Gomez if she was listening right now? I don't know. You don't know? You don't have advice? I don't know. Her song, what's what's her, play her, play her uh, most recent song that's been on the radio. Most recent song. You know what I'm talking about, right? Uh, because the beginning of her song starts out kind of catchy. And then it gets like, Robotty, if I remember correctly. saying you like this better than Justin Bieber's music. You just gave me a, you just gave me a, like a dirty face, like you don't like this music, and yet you just said it was better than Justin Bieber's. That's not what I was saying. I'm saying that Selena Gomez as a person is better than Bieber. This song kind of this song this song kind of sucks. I think that even makes less sense than saying that her music is better because how would you even know what Justin Bieber and Selena Gomez are like as people? At least if you listen to their music, you can tell. I know I know I know what kind of people they are. Selena Gomez is classy. Justin Bieber is a punk. You have no idea. I I just feel like in this song in particular, I don't even, I I just feel like comparisons, I don't even know why. I just think that the womp, 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 womp just doesn't fit. That was it? That's pretty much it. She's trying to make it mainstream. Whatever. Okay. And that was Bieber Chat with Brendan Winslow. Thanks uh, for joining us. We just got a text from uh, Erica who says, Who says is better? Who? Oh, oh, who so, says? that's a song. By Selena? Selena? Salama? Salama Gomez. Now let's see what your opinion is of her after this. Who says? Okay. It's a little bit more rock and roll. Who says? Is this Selena Gomez? What yeah, what commercial Selena is this Gomez. or what TV show does this 
start at the beginning of? I have no idea. What TV show is this? Let's see. This is on some commercial or something. Maybe it's just on the radio. No. No, it's on the radio. Doing some research. Uh, uh, I have no idea. All right. Well, regardless. So you believe that Selena Gomez is too good for Justin Bieber? Yeah, she's too good for Justin Bieber. <laughs> Let's see. Does anyone? Else, what are other people's opinions on this? Uh, five eight five six five one nine one three. Is just is Selena Gomez too good for Justin Bieber? I really, I am going to be the realist here and say I have no idea because I don't know who they are as people. I can't judge them. I can only judge them on their music. But, uh, so I don't know. Wow. Okay. I'm, I can't say that he's bad for her. Or I can't say that he's good for her. I think he's a terrible human being. <laughs> Why? All right, let's, let's, let's move on. on. Wait, wait, you can't just say that. Why do you think he's a terrible <laughs> no, human being? No, I don't know. Being? I'm just being a jerk. Oh, okay. All right, let's move on, shall we? Let's Selena move on. is too good for Justin because Justin is a tool. Apparently. Who says that, Erica? Why is Justin- I agree? I agree. Well, Beebs is a tool. I want to hear. Does Call it matter? Five eight five six five one nine one three. Why is Justin Bieber a tool? Yeah, let's get your voice on here, folks. WSHL ninety one three, the voice of the people. Ninety one three WSHL, the voice of the people. Five zero eight five six five one nine one three. Call us up. Give us your opinion. Why is Justin Bieber a tool? Give us a text. Why is the Beebs a tool? If he is, in fact, a tool, which some people are saying he is. I don't know. I don't know him. He seems like an SNF guy to me. Do I have to? Yes, you have to call up and explain to us why Justin Bieber's a tool. Someone does. Uh, What's up? We're back. This is the flow. Hopefully. Hopefully, with Brennan and Winslow. Uh, Just uh, doing a little double-checking right now, making sure that... uh, we are, in fact, on the air. If you can hear us, yeah, if you can hear us, give us a shout, 508-565-1913. Just text me quick. We may or may not, or text Winslow or me, we may or may not have uh, pre- pressed the wrong button. So I will, will, all we'll say about the matter. And uh, just uh, any reassurance that we are, in fact, on the radio would be greatly appreciated. Thank you. Oh, okay, we're on. We're on. All right, we're good. We're good. All right, fantastic. All right. Dodge the bullet there. Okay. Okay. Are you ready for me to give you your intro? It's everybody's favorite, uh, second favorite time of the week. Time for your second favorite segment. Let's see what everyone's been twiddling about. Twitter time with Brandon. Thanks. What the? What? That was weird. Hey, welcome to Twitter time with Brendan. I'm Brendan. First tweet, Conan O'Brien. You all know Conan O'Brien. What a funny guy, right? Yeah. For some reason, not all these things have shown up properly. That's okay. Conan O'Brien says, Bear Grylls, survival show got canceled last week. Something tells me he's going to be just fine. Uh, that was 38 minutes ago, Conan said that. Uh, 26 minutes ago. I mean, twenty the Mar- March 26th. Ah. Conan said, got my oil, oil changed downtown. Oil changed. 
Got my oil changed downtown just so I could tweet something that sounded dirty. Whoa. Uh, 25th of March, Conan said. How embarrassing. My son opened a box labeled Daddy's Things Private and found all my Styx cassettes. All right, and uh, our favorite favorite Twitter person, Frankie Muniz. Frankie Muniz, three hours ago, tweeted... I'm sorry, we'll start with this 19-hour-ago one. Uh, he tweeted, uh, at the airport, flight's delayed, my favorite. Then three hours ago, he said, Pennsylvania welcomes me. Thank you, Pennsylvania. And finally, the tweet of the day comes from Matt Diebenham. He, uh, I guess he's some comedian. I don't follow him on Twitter, but somebody that I follow on Twitter follows him and retweeted him. Uh, a comedian that I follow. Uh, so here's what Matt Diebenham said. He said, Guy at Starbucks holds the door for me, even though I'm a good 20 feet away. I have no depth perception, he says, and my day is made. No Taylor Swift? No, there's no good Taylor Swift ones. Because she hasn't really tweeted anything, like, original in a while. What does she tweet? Other, other things are, like, retweets. Um, or, like, pictures, which I can't, you no, know. Obviously, yeah, okay. Obviously can't say online. I'll give you I'll give you one, though. I will give you one on the 20th of March. My dad's birthday. Um, she said, So the Academy of Country Music Awards are coming up. Entertainer of the Year is fan voted. I made a video. Um, on the 23rd of March, she said to Perez Hilton, happy birthday, friend. Sending you love today. Okay. Um, we got on a call. That's all I got from Twitter today. Thank you, Twitter. For that last song. What? Oh, (laughs) that's it for uh, Twitter time this week. Uh, Listen up next week for a little more. Okay. So we got a call in uh, before that last song from Erica giving us the top four reasons why Justin Bieber is a tool. Okay, great. Number one, he wears earrings. Yes. Number two, he says words like swaggy. Swaggy. (laughs) Number three, he wears his pants low. Yes. And number four, he thinks he's better looking than he actually is. Whoa. So Justin Bieber, if you're listening right now. Bieber, if you're listening. Call up and defend yourself. Tell us why you're not a tool. Yeah, call us up. Tell us why you're not. 508-565-1913. Bieber, call. Bieber, call. We should put the Bieber sign up in there. The B. Bieber, call. Baby. Okay. Baby, baby, baby. Let's see. Oh, like baby. Okay. Baby. Uh, baby. girl. Um, oh, like baby. Thanks. Thanks for that. That was really uh, heartwarming. Not really. Okay, so let's talk. Make him stop. I will stop. <laughs> Please, for all of our sakes, stop, baby. Stop. No one wants to hear you say that. All right, go. What do you What do you want to talk about? Okay. What, are you, what are you about to say? I was about to talk about the sixty nine dollar fares that they're having at Southwest. What? Wow. That's exciting. Book your next getaway today. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, oh, oh. Oh, boy. That's on my computer right now. 
I, I, was, like, where, I was like, where did that come from? I really had nothing to say. Oh, uh, okay. <laughs> Just trying to make you stop singing. Great. So let's go to a song. Is it my turn? Yeah. Wait, right? I just want... Oh, okay. The shins, Whoa. I just played. Just played the shins. Let's see. Next up for me is uh, a song produced by Isaac Slade and Joseph King. Who are they? Heartbeat, The Fray. Uh-huh. 91.3. <clears throat> W-S-H-L. 508-565-1913 is our phone number. Give us a call. Let us hear what you have to say. And maybe we'll make your day. That's a rhyme. Hey, welcome back. 913 WSHL, the flow with Brendan and Winslow. That's us here with you today. Welcome. Um, we're going to start off by talking about astrophysics. Astrophysics. Let's do it. Um, what are your thoughts on the postmodern relativism theory of Bolivia? Well, Winslow, uh, my thoughts on the uh, postmodernism theory of uh, Bolivia is Bolivia. that Bolivia. My apologies. Is that the time-space continuum starts in a circumference of uh, 923, which is then divided by 36, um, which is my theory and perception that uh, uh, cognitive to the mind and spirit, um, little uh, birdies flying around the air are uh, congregated together and they build a, a, an atmosphere of uh, community and um, togetherness. Thank you. Well, um, what are your thoughts on that? You want my first thought? Yes. I think you're insane. <laughs> um, but no, really. Okay. I was just making that up. I don't know anything about astrophysics. <laughs> Off the top of my head, I'd have to research for you. Our number is 508-565-1913. Give us a call. Let us know what you want to hear. Let us know what you want to say. Let us know whatever. Um, Brendan, what were you thinking uh, before that song? Yeah. Yes? Yep. That's what you were thinking? Mm-hmm. Well, we were talking a little bit earlier about um, the Patriots. Mm-hmm. Now, uh, Ben Jarvis Grinnells is now a Bengal. <clears throat> um, who do you think the Patriots should uh, get to be their running back for next year? Or do you think they're just going to pull up uh, Ridley or have Woodhead do most of the reps? What do you think is going on? Um, I don't think uh, you could have somebody like Woodhead... Um, go for full season, taking the majority of the reps. Mm-hmm. I just don't know if he's physically capable of doing that. Um, could could see an increased workload for Ridley. I don't really know who else is on the market. Uh-huh. Do you know? No. We do. Uh, we do. We do good uh, research. research pre-show research. Um, no, I actually, do. I'm just joking. That's, how, that's what our show is like. Bankrupt. Anyway, um... Yeah, well, I mean, I mean, you're sad to see him go? Seems yeah. like you were. I'm, well, I mean, not super sad, but I didn't see it coming. Mm-hmm. Let's see. Let's see. Here's some uh, running back free agents. 
Larod Stevens Howling, Chester oh. Taylor, Tyrell Sutton, Chris Presley, Cedric Benson, mm-hmm. Volvaca Puna, Sammy Morris, Maurice Morris, Jerome Harris, Ryan Grant, Derek Ward, Joseph Aday, or Die, uh, Brock Boland, Thomas Jones, Jackie Battle, Kevin Falk, Lorenzo Booker, Brandon Jacobs, Ladanian Tomlinson, Ronnie Brown, Moeed Mo- Moore, Justin Forsett, Cadillac Williams, Jerry O's Norwood, and Tim Hightower. Mm-hmm. Hmm. I mean, obviously, we don't need a. I don't think we really need a feature back. Mm-hmm. We don't need a. Really, we don't really need a game changer as a running back. Maybe somebody like a Tim Hightower, or Joseph Adai. Um, it wouldn't hurt though. Imagine how good Ryan Grant. I don't know what his situation is. Uh, but you know, it's it's not something that I'm overly worried about. Really, Julius Norwood. Julius Norwood. Um, you know, I'm sad to see sad to see uh, the law firm go. Yeah, he kind of endeared himself to uh, New England. Uh-huh. Uh, of course, the no fumbles thing. No fumbles. I was which just is always a that. nice thing. Uh, reliable in that yeah. sense. Um, but, you know, you move on and... Uh, I know, it's hard. <laughs> but uh, he seemed like a nice guy, too, which stinks. Uh-huh. Um, Didn't cause a lot of turmoil in the locker room. No, as far as we know. Uh-huh. So, uh, wish him the best. And hope for the best. For our sakes. Chad Ochocinco, uh restructured his deal, so next year instead of three million, he gets one million dollars. Oh boy! Chad Ochocinco. Hey. And I'm sorry to interrupt you, Winslow, but when it's time, it's time. And now, it's time for everyone's favorite segment. It's Winslow's World. Take it away, Winslow. <sighs> Hello, everyone. I am Winslow. This is my world. Welcome. You know, uh, have you ever had a near-death experience? When you die, when you're near death, some people say that they see a bright light at the end of a tunnel. Or that they feel like they're floating above their body looking down. They feel a sense of, they don't feel any fear. They feel to be one with the universe. (laughs) Did you know that uh, Massachusetts physician, 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 Duncan McDougall claims to have measured the mass of the soul as it exited the body. Whoa. 21 grams, hmm. to be exact. Nobody, ever, nobody has ever managed to reproduce McDougall's findings, and there exists not a single shred of physical evidence, evidence as to the existence of the, let's face it, fundamentally unmeasurable soul. Okay, so we're going to go through a quick little... Uh, first of all, I think it's interesting to note that the vast majority of near-death survivors never actually report having a near-death, near-death experience. And in one study, around half of the people who reported one were not actually in danger of dying. What's clear is that when the brain undergoes severe trauma like reduced oxygen flow, blood pressure drops, or sharp increases in blood carbon dioxide levels, interesting things start to happen psychologically. So first, a white light at the end of a tunnel. Um, it's the only thing we can really expect a person to see as they get closer and closer to the death. For efficiency's sake, the brain tends to function only in areas needed for basic survival, like the hindbrain, which includes the pons and medulla. Given that the rest of the higher brain regions are essentially shut down, if visual areas like the superior colloculus or occipital cortex are suddenly activated, no higher level processing can exist, and a bright light is all well we could be able to see. In 2005, researchers in Switzerland found that the so-called out-of-body experience so commonly reported in near-death cases can be induced by stimulating the temporoparietal junction on the right side of the brain. 
This research offers compelling evidence that disruption of the very brain region thought to be responsible for sensory integration and the so-called sixth sense of pro preoception or understanding where your body is in space could produce a sensation like we're floating above our own bodies. And anyone who has abused the drugs ketamine or dextromethorphan, Brendan, understands yeah. what a dissociative, <laughs> dissociative uh, anesthetic can do. These drugs act on NMDA receptors in the brain and can produce a sensation that you're detached from your own body or even from the world. Did you ever get that feeling? No. No? Have you? No, no. No. Uh, and in my opinion, one of the most fascinating and highly controversial explanations of near-death phenomenon comes from Dr. Rick Strassman, who in the 1990s proposed that dimethyltryptamine, or DMT, is actually found within the human brain and released in large quantities from the pineal gland during death's approach and perhaps during birth as well. DMT is a naturally occurring psychedelic and it's been dubbed the spirit molecule for its intense psychotropic properties. So if Strassman's research pans out, it could be the case that the near-death experience is a little more than a really good trip. Hmm. So that's a little info on near death. But I have another question for you, Brendan. What? What time of year is the equinox? Winter? Elaborate some more for us. Uh, December? A little more. It's like December 20th or something. Just before Christmas. Thanks. Okay. Red wall, green wall, blue wall, yellow wall, red wall, twelve. <laughs> have you have you heard, listened to uh, I L Couleurs recently? No, have you? Oh uh, yeah, he's actually come out with some new stuff. Oh like great, blue green. Check out Selena Gomez in the scene. Uh, Justin Bieber makes it deeper when it's blue. <laughs> you heard that one before? No. No. I do like I.L. Coolers, though. Yeah. How about this? I'm going to give you a quote, and you can, can you tell me who this is from? I'll try. I think my curves are something to be proud of. Uh, Jenna Fisher. Nope. I think my curves, uh, um, uh, the, uh, Christian Aguilera. No. Um, Curves. I think my curves are something to be proud of. Who would say that? And who would Winslow look up? I don't know. I looked up celebrity quotes, so... Celebrity quotes, okay. Um, um, think of American Idol. J-Lo? You said this could be a host for American Idol. Oprah? <laughs> no. Katy Perry? Yes. Wait, what curves? How about this one? Hell is empty, and all the devils are here. Um, Gene Simmons. This is a really old celebrity. Like, you're going to have to go way back. Uh, not even American. Not even American. He's old? He's old. I don't know if he's... He's not. British. He's British. He's dead. He's dead? Yeah. Winston he's Churchill. He's been dead for quite a while. I don't Longer know. than Winston Churchill. Okay, just go ahead. I have no idea. William Shakespeare. Ah, oh, Shakespeare. Okay, good, okay. Um, so I want to talk about the cosmic revelations that Katy Perry had last week with the blue walls and the green walls and the colors of her posters. Yes, please elaborate. She thought that the curves on the posters would demonstrate her innumerable skill and um, what she brings to the table in the music industry. Mm -hmm. So she said to Weezer that she thought Elk City was Amber Pacific and a public enemy at the same time. 
discs, records, blue wall, green wall, blue wall, carpet, uh, wire, cord. Uh, I, I quit. I don't know. Ten wow. 10,000. 10,000. <laughs> and there you have it, folks. This has been... This has been another wild and crazy segment. Wild and crazy. But. Yes. Okay. This has been another wild and crazy segment of Winslow's World. Thank you for listening to Winslow's World. Winslow. Today's Winslow's World is brought to you by Lacogenus Omare. Come on down, Lacogenus Omare. Eat some food. We got some spaghetti. We got some noodles. Oodles and oodles of noodles for use. We don't have oodles. Of uh, where you can come on down, Lacogenus mm-hmm. Omare, eat up. Um, grab some grub, rub it up, dub, and uh, have, a, have a great time at La Cucina Somare, located in uh, Falmouth, Massachusetts. La Cucina Somare. Great foods, great friends, just <laughs> just right. That's not our slogan. All right, I got a song. This song. Uh, I'm going to dedicate to my brother. He's getting married this weekend. Uh I should really explain this song before I start playing it. It's a six-minute song from by Fish. Uh, when I was younger, my brother... Um, and I, I can't think of the third song, but there were three songs that he would endlessly play for me. One was this song, which I'm about to play. It's called Contact by Fish. Second song was Dude Looks Like a Lady um, by Aerosmith. Was he saying something to you? And what was that other song? Was he making fun of you? I don't know. <laughs> was he saying that you look like a lady? Uh, what was the other one? <sighs> this is making me angry. <laughs> Dancing Queen. No, <laughs> Dancing Queen, no. Um, gosh, darn it. Bob. Something about Bob. Why, do I, why does Bob come Bob to mind? Bob Marley? No, not Bob Marley. Bob Hope. No. I mean, I know he used to like the doors a lot. I know that he... Well. Anyway. What are you going to do, right? can't remember. <laughs> anyway, this song is called uh, Contact, and I can uh, specifically remember um, <clears throat> him... Um, Driving me to a Cub Scout camp, Cub Scout day camp, and playing this song for me uh, in his uh, car called the Smooth Ride. I think it was an old uh, wood-paneled Buick. Um, And I remember him having his, uh, I don't know if it was his iPod or something, or a CD player hooked up with uh, one of those cassette tapes, and uh, playing this song. It's an insanely catchy song. Did I say that already? No. It is. Enjoy. The tires are the things on your car that make contact with the road. What's up? Welcome to the Flat with Brandon and Winslow. Hello. 
Hey, and welcome Hi. back to the hey. flow. This get is out Brendan. of here. What were those guys doing in here just yelling the radio? Yeah, get out, get hey. your stinking butt hey. out of Palermo. here. Hey, all right. New York. New York. All right, and welcome back to the flow. Uh, this is Brendan. And that's Winslow. No, I'm, it's great to have I'm you here. Winslow. Um, it's a fantastic day. It's beautiful outside. Uh, it's blustery, but it's beautiful. Um, it's uh, it's a Tuesday. It is March twenty uh, seventh, um, two thousand twelve. Uh, Easter's coming up, and uh, the day is, is bright and, and shining. Uh, Winslow, take it away, buddy. Buddy, what's wrong with you? Take it away. What? Take it away. Are you feeling okay? So. Uh, Take it away. Take what away? What do you want me to do? I don't know. What's up? Uh, what's up? What's up? Show's about. Show's coming to a close. What's going on? What are your thoughts? Concerns? Uh, I. To be honest, I don't think very much. Mm. Okay, that's, that's fair. It's probably one of my problems, right? I don't know. How, how, do you think often? Yeah. Let's tell us what you're thinking then. He just walked himself into a trap. I'm thinking about how I need to drive to Boston in a little bit. Oh, yeah? You excited? Well, I'll drive to the T and then take the train into... Not really, but I got to no. do it. You you were the opposite of excited? Uh, you deflated? I don't know. I don't know. How about... Uh, so when is your... you going to a wedding this weekend, right? Yes. Your brother's wedding? Yes. Um, but where is this wedding? It's in San Francisco. When? Uh, it's it's uh, Saturday. Saturday. I'm leaving uh, Thursday morning. Uh, my flight is like 7.30 something in the morning. Are you going home and then taking the plane? Or are you uh, meeting your parents at the airport? Or I'm taking the plane here and going. Oh, okay. And you'll meet them up there? Meet them there. Taking the uh, Logan shuttle? Yes, I think so. You think so? Don't you have to call like two weeks in advance or whatever? Or a week in well, advance? if I'm taking the shuttle... From Stonehill to get there, then you need to call ahead. Is that, is that what you're doing? No, I'm driving. You're driving? To the Logan Express. Oh, oh, do they park there for... Yeah, or, they have parking. Yeah. How much does it cost? I don't know. Not worried about it. No? What, are you made of money? Yeah, I got, I got, I got, I made of money. You got bags of money that just laying around? <clears throat> uh, yeah. So I'm going to have to wake up at probably some ungodly hour. I'm afraid of a song called Ungodly Hour. Do they? Yeah. Um... Probably like five something in the morning, that Thursday morning. That's when I wake up. That's when I wake up all the time. Is it? Yeah. Well, that's good for you then. You'll have no trouble getting up that morning. I won't need to get up that morning. I know. All right. Well, yeah. The that's that's what I got going on. Pretty excited. I'm going into Boston in a couple minutes uh, because I have to. Because George Costanza said so. From Seinfeld. Uh, From my uh, history class. Um, you learn about Seinfeld and history? Because uh, I'm going to be missing the uh, LC class field trip over the weekend. And I got to do a stupid assignment on it. Hey, it's a great assignment. No, it's not. It's hey. stupid. So, you, what, you got like five days of school left? Three. You got like four days of school left. Wow. <laughs> Lucky you. Why did you just give like I, a dirty face? I don't know. Rest of us have like six. Wow. Yeah. You believe that? Mm-mm. And then Easter. Easter, we get what? Six days off? Five, six days off? 
We got Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday. Five. I might even take that Tuesday off. Take Tuesday off? I'm thinking about it. I only have one class Tuesday. Oh, so no show on Tuesday, maybe. Yeah. Not next Tuesday, but the Tuesday. You're going to be back. I'll be back. uh, Yeah, I'll be back next week. Following week, maybe. Maybe Maybe it won't happen. Yeah, I might take that day off. Mm. Get six days off. Whoa. Wow. Come back Wednesday morning. Oof. Yeah, that's the life, huh? Yeah. That is the life. Okay. All well, right. I think that pretty much does, just about does it. Yeah, it's, that's about it for the flow today. Flow with Brennan Winslow. Um, we got eight minutes left. We can do a song and then we'll give our little holly who. I think we should, uh, we should do our holly who now. Really? And then play a song. Because we always dig into the other people's time. Okay. And I was too okay. bad, and it usually takes us a little while to, like, pack up and stuff, so. So, this is Winslow. That's Brendan. Do you have a song that you want to play? Because uh, I, I do. I have a song. By all means. Okay. By all I just means. just want to make sure that you didn't. Um, so, yeah, we'll see you next week. Uh, have a great have a great rest of the day. Uh, be nice to somebody out there. We got a show next week, right? Same time, same place? That's right. Uh, okay, right here. Told it to. What are you playing for us right now, Brendan, to send us off? Well, um, Do You Love Me by Guster. Ah. It's my, that's a go-to song for me, I know. But it's a damn good song. And that's all that matters in this world. If it's damn good, go on and do it. Stick with it. That's what she said. Ah. Yes. For, for once, though, I'm Brendan. This is The Flow. 91.3 WSH. Don't speak for me. I'm sorry. Have a, have I'm a, Winslow. Okay. Have a great week. Thanks. All right? You too. You too. Audience. You more. Yeah, you look great today. Compliment section? You, t- hey. I like what you do with your hair out there. With the curls and stuff is nice. Yeah. Nice earrings, too. Hmm. Yeah. Nice dress. Did you get a tan over the weekend? Or... Looks good. But maybe you should, like... Oh, I actually... I forget that. It's probably a spray tan. Maybe you, like, don't do that, because I can tell. You know? Are you talking you to me right now? You know who I'm talking to. No. <laughs> <laughs> hey, have a great week. Sleep.